Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. In 2016, David Ndlapo, the founder of I Am Victorious Foundation, jumped in front of his pregnant partner, in order to protect her and his unborn child from an attacker. Now, the bullets that were fired on that fateful day left him paralyzed and wheelchair-bound. Now, the question I'm asking you is, would you do the same? David says he would do it all over again. I've got this man on the line, and I want to find out, hey, where does he get the courage to do such things? David, welcome to Radio 2000. Uh, good morning, Tombi. Uh, thank you for having me, and uh, good morning to your listeners as well. Hey. Oh, my goodness. So we, we have invited you on a feature called We Celebrate You, just to celebrate this heroic act that you did back in 2016. Can you take us back to that day? What actually happened? Yes, thank you so much. Thank you for giving my flowers while I'm still alive. Yes, of course. <laughs> now, many of us, um, uh, back in 2016, uh, around January the 23rd, uh, my partner was seven months pregnant by yeah. the time um, she was coming from a baby. So what actually happened is that uh, on our way back to our place, uh, we were approached by two young boys, uh, I think they were around their 20s. Yeah. You know, they demanded uh, the bag, um, but because the bag was just across the shoulder, so mm. what happened is that immediately when they pointed uh, the knife at her, you know, she started uh, shaking, shivering, she was in shock. Yeah. You know, and at that moment she bent uh, down, so they could not take the bag. So she started, she said, David, um, I think I'm going to give birth. You know, I think she was having uh, contractions, and you know, so the whole focus changed. And I was like, "Hey, are you okay? What's happening?" And she was like, she was started sweating. You yeah. know, and the focus shifted from the guys who were pointed at my head. So I remember a conversation uh, between them. The other one was asking the other one, "Why can't you take the bag?" And he was like, "How can I take the bag while the lady is bending?" You know. And can you see that this lady is pregnant? Why yeah. can't we just leave? Because I think this ones are going to cause us a lot of drama. Yeah. That's where the other guy got irritated and said, you are a coward. I know they've been talking about you in the group that you are a coward. I will show you how this thing is done. That's when he pulled up the gun. And then when he pointed the gun at us, that's when I said, hey, man, wait. So at that moment, you know, the gun just went off and those two bullets came straight uh to my shoulders penetrating through my spine and at that moment you know he just shot me i got shot fell down and that was the last time uh i could stand up on my feet oh my goodness now Mm. right now how is mommy doing and how is baby doing and most importantly how are you doing you know fortunately and this is something that i'm grateful for you know uh, nothing happened to them on that night. Um, oh, uh, I, I must, you know, give credit to her because, she, you know, she was traumatized as well, but she was able, you know, to carry on and to deliver a perfect baby boy, you know, for us. Uh, our boy uh, today is six years old. Wow. You know, he's such a joy to watch. Uh, 
he named him the name uh, of Femme means victorious. Yes. You know, just to say, to symbolize the victory that we had on that night, because it could have been worse. We could have all been shot. Oh, definitely. She could have lost the baby. She could have been shot as well. So, just doing okay. And then we, we are just, you know, raising him in a grateful manner. You know, um, when they, when we have a, your third days, we just look at him and say, but God, on that night, mm. you were able to bless us with such a beautiful gift, you know. And we look at him and say, and he, he's just inspiration to us as well, mm. you know. Does and he, that's where I draw so much strength for him as well. Does he know? Have you maybe started telling him the story around this? Or do you think he's still too young to um, kind of, you know, grapple with the trauma of, of the event and um, that, that boy is such a miracle. Uh, if you can go on my pages, on social, all my social pages, you would see how she narrates the story, you know. <laughs> you know, like he tells as if he was there, you know. Uh, and that's something that is beautiful about Chief. So he's aware, he's fully aware of what happens. If you can check my social pages, you will see some videos where he comes up and he tells the story wow. the way it was. And... Like I said, he's such an inspiration to us as well. So talk to me about the transition. Now, on that day, you were a healthy walking man. And then after this tragic accident happens, you're now wheelchair bound, still healthy, but you can't use your legs. How is that transition? uh, First of all, like uh, the first, uh, let me say first, First few weeks to month or two months or so, like uh, I was in I was in denial, you know, uh, more like on a nightmare. I felt like I'm in a nightmare. I felt like I'm in, I'm dreaming. It's really hard to take in what has just happened, you know. I mean, for 33 years of my life, I was walking, Tommy, and suddenly, you know, I could not walk anymore. Yeah, you know, it felt like a nightmare. It felt like a dream. You know, I was in a very, very dark space. You know, uh, I was angry. I was sad. Uh, I, I asked myself a lot of questions, you know, like, how can such a thing happen to me? You know, uh, uh, I, there were times or moments where I would ask God, but why me? You know, because I mm. believe that I was carrying myself as a world young man of men. You know, so I took a lot. I used to cry a lot, especially uh, during... Your, your early hours of the morning, your 1 a.m. when everybody was fast asleep, you know? Yeah. Uh, that was my perfect crying spot because I would cry, I would voice out my emotions. You know, but as time goes by, you know, uh, I acknowledge the pain. I acknowledge the situation that uh, I am. And I remember years I would ask God, I would say, God, if I'm going to live in, in a situation like this, I need peace, you know. If I can have the peace of mind, then I'll be able to 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 carry on. But I had to do a lot of work on myself. And on. Mm. Uh, I remember when I I have two sons, you know, and I remember when I would look at them, I would say, "But I promised myself that I want to be a better father to these boys, yeah. you know." And to do that, it's better father that mentally I have to be on. Emotionally, I I have to be okay. Otherwise, they are going to experience comparing. David, did you have regrets at one o'clock when you were crying and asking God why? Did you say? Did you not ask yourself, "Why did I even do this?" 
it, it was not a regret as as uh, uh, as such. Uh, for me, it was like how can a human being? Uh, it was like how can a human being be more inconsiderate? You know. So uh, it was not a regret. Uh, like I said, now I look back at what happened, and one has to be grateful for the positives that you find in the midst of of negativity. Because once you tap into a regret mode, you never move on, you never yeah. move forward. You know, uh, I believe in turning your pain into power and finding positives in the midst of negativities. So if I were to do it back, looking at my son and the joy that I see, I would definitely do it again because my son is here, I, I am his hero, and he has given me so much hope going into life. And I think six years looking back to the person that I am, I think I'm in a better space and I've become a more better person than I was six years ago. Yeah. Now, hope is the cornerstone of your foundation, which is I Am Victorious Foundation. Please tell us a bit more about it and also how it came about. Uh, you know, I, I realized uh, that uh, most of the time, the problems or the challenges that we face, most are not uh, external uh, challenges, yeah. but it's more of the internal uh, uh, challenges, the people that we are, yeah, the, our inner world. So I realized on that, I said, you know what, being on a wheelchair, it's not going to be a challenge, but the challenge will be more mental. So once I overcame all the battles that I, I had inside, you know, I knew that there's a mental challenge that needs to be overcome by the world. So I, I registered this uh, foundation just to tell my story and, you know, let people know about the resources that we have inside of us, you know, the, 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 the power that we have inside of us. So with the foundation, we do uh, coaching clinics, you know, we, we make people aware of the power that lives, you know, the giant that lives inside of them. So mm. we do coachings, we do motivations, you know, and we help people, you know, to overcome, you know, their mental pressures that they have. Yeah. You know, if, if you can look what is happening right now, Tommy, like we're living in a world where a lot of people are committing suicide, yeah. you know. Yeah. People don't know how to overcome the problems that they have. It's, it's, it's difficult, it's hard for them. You know, people, we have people that are living with pain that they had 30 years ago, 20 years ago. People who are not able to overcome, you know, the, the divorce that they went through. Others lost their parents. Others lost their kids. Others lost their job. We live in the times of COVID right now. Yeah. So there's so much that is going, and it's it's heavy in a lot of people. So with the foundation, we say, okay, cool. We acknowledge what you went through. We acknowledge your pain. We know your situation. But let us come with mechanisms that can help you move forward, you know. We, we want you to be proactive and become in, in charge of the situation of your pain. So that's that's more the work of the, of, of, of the foundation, you know. Absolutely incredible. Now, we've got a question on social media at Radio 2000 yeah. underscore ZA for you, uh, David. Someone says... Uh, how are they doing together with the partner? So I think the question is alluding to the fact that are you still together with Umawengane? Are you guys happy? What's the situation there? Look, uh, we we are not together romantically, 
but uh, we are co-parenting. I think uh, the incident took its toll on us, I see. especially the first two years. Uh, I think emotionally, like, it was too much for both of us. Uh, we had to heal apart, you yeah. know. I know uh, the, the fairy tale with you guys, look, uh, you need to go until the end, but it was not the case with us. I had to heal by my own. She had to yeah. heal on my own. I think at that time, the, uh, the relationship was not a priority. The mm. priority was for us to, to heal to and heal. to really get, you know, and to overcome what really happened to us because we were not equipped to, to deal with this thing. It was too heavy for both of us. So, uh, but I'm glad about the progress that we have done for the past four years because the, two, the first two years of hectic. But uh, the past four years, uh, we are able to sit together. We are, I was with her last weekend. Mm. You know, uh, we, we, we are doing a wonderful job. And the way we are gravitating to, to, to each other, it's so beautiful to watch. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, let's go back to the foundation. How can the yes. public help you? Um, we are inspired by your story. We want to be part and parcel of, you know, the success of I Am Victory, I Am Victorious, rather, foundation. How do we help you, Bub? Yes, you know, we are in on our sixth year right now. Uh, I'm celebrating six years on a wheelchair, and the aim is to at least to give out 600 pairs of shoes before the end of this year, you know, through our coaching clinic. So we'll be going to schools, uh, we'll be going to communities, and just helping uh, those school children that are in need of school shoes. So if you want to to donate, you know, a pair, a school pair of shoes, you can just contact me on my social medias or you can just uh, WhatsApp me on 071-1896-597. Yeah, and then we can together select a, a part of school that we can go in, nice. donate that school, you know, just for a Victoria's Day on that day and have a coaching clinic for both uh, the teachers because they are going through a lot as well for both parents of, of, of the children. So we, we will announce a perfect day where we will be doing that. But if you want to be part of that program, it's happening somewhere in July. So you can contact on those numbers and go to all our social medias and Victoria's Foundation. You can contact me on, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Victoria David. Then we can all together celebrate uh, this six year of greatness, of victory, of really to be choosing to become great despite uh, all the setbacks and the pains that we all went through. Oh, David, your story is truly inspirational. And that's why we decided to celebrate you today. And, uh, you know, we, we hope that the I Am Victorious Foundation grows in leaps and bounds. And I hope that the Radio 2000 community rallies around you and uh, supports all your initiatives. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Ndombe. Radio 2000 Podcast.